Hello, everybody. I am Mandy Chunga, and this is the We Need to Talk podcast. On this episode, we will be discussing how the way you dress can lead someone to sin. Last week, we defined sexy as being sexually attractive or exciting or sexually aroused. So according to this definition, we came to the conclusion that godly women should not dress sexy in a manner that leads towards sexual attractiveness. Women of God need to understand that God made all the delicate inner parts of our body and he knitted us together in our mother's womb. He made us wonderful and marvelous. So knowing this truth, our soul should rejoice in that. So before we get into today's installment, I just want to remind you that God made you beautiful. So you don't need to seduce people to get that point across. Your mannerism is enough. Your smile is enough. Your regard is enough. The way you carry yourself is enough. Now, our anchor scripture last week was 1 Timothy 2 verse 9, where Paul tells us that he wants women to be modest in their appearance. They should wear decent and appropriate clothing and not draw attention to themselves by the way they fix their hair or by wearing gold or pearls or expensive clothes. Now, today we will be looking at how the way we dress can lead our neighbor to sin. Now, this is directed to those of us who think, what is the big deal if a Christian wants to dress sexy? since we are living in the 21st century and those who tend to ask who tend to say that God gave me this cute figure I want to flaunt it why should I feel like I have to hide my God-given features if someone gets turned on by me being myself it's their problem they're the one with lustful thoughts not me now, to address these ways of thinking, we will be looking at what Paul said to the Covenant Church regarding this way of thinking. And we'll be looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 8, starting from verse 9, where Paul says, We must be careful so that our freedom does not cause others with weaker conscience to stumble. He goes on to say in verse 10, For if others see you with your superior knowledge, eating in the temple of an idol, won't they be encouraged to violate their conscience by eating food that has been offered to an idol? 11. So because of your superior knowledge, a weak believer for whom Christ died will be destroyed. And when you sin against other believers by encouraging them to do something they believe is wrong, you are sinning against Christ. Verse 13. So if what I eat causes other believers to sin, I will never eat meat again as long as I live, for I don't want to cause another believer to stumble. Now, this is what Paul was saying in regards to causing others to sin. He was willing, he was ready to renounce eating meat to prevent his fellow brothers and sisters sin. So in a nutshell, although Paul was speaking concerning food sacrifice to idols, I believe we can also apply the same principle to the way we dress as godly women. We know that the clothes we wear will attract a certain kind of response with a weaker man, which may lead them to lust over us. And knowing this truth, we as godly women should therefore take precautions to prevent our Christian brothers to lust over us. We have that responsibility, especially if you have superior knowledge, like Paul said, meaning that you know that what you are doing will lead to someone lusting over you. Now, Paul tells us in this scripture that if we do anything that could cause or has the possibility of causing a fellow brother or sister in Christ to sin, his advice to us is to renounce that thing, to stop doing it, to not even indulge ourselves in that. 
Now, I understand that you, you personally may not see anything wrong with posting a bikini picture or wearing a mini skirt, for example. But if it puts lustful thoughts in a man's head, you have caused him to sin. You have caused sin to enter into their lives. Maybe unintentionally, but due to your action, this man has sinned. And it doesn't just stop there because due to him sinning based on your actions, you also have sinned. And one day you will have to give account for that sin. So we must also bear in mind that men see what women see as attractive, as alluring. Let me rephrase that. What women see as attractive, men may see as alluring. Yes, God has given us the freedom and responsibility to live a life which reflects who we have chosen to represent, which is Christ. However, him having given us this freedom does not mean that it comes without responsibilities. Because this freedom that we have includes us representing Christ as well. Meaning that we have the responsibility to make sure that whatever action we do, whatever we decide to do to wear, we must always make sure that it is representing Christ. It is glorifying Christ. And it is not leading anyone to sin. And the reason for this way of thinking is because as a woman of God, you no longer belong to yourself. Your life is no longer your own. It is now about Christ. It is now about following Christ, his ways, as well as establishing his kingdom. Bearing this in mind, we must always ask ourselves the question of who am I glorifying when I dress like this? Is this outfit or this picture I am about to post, is it glorifying myself or is it glorifying God? And when answering these questions, it is very important that we are honest with ourselves because sometimes our pride as we mentioned last week, can blind us to the truth. Join me next week for our third episode where we will be looking at modesty and immodesty. I am Mandy Chunga. Thank you for listening to We Need to Talk.